In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the three rings of marriage. Three? Yes, Sarah, the three rings of marriage. Okay. And how it um, associates with today's feast day of Our Lady of Sorrows. So let's dive right in. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 26 of the Journey to Marriage show. I'm Rafi. And I'm Sarah. Today, we're going to be talking about the three rings of marriage. Whoa, three. Yes, the three rings. So you have the engagement and then the wedding. But then what's the what's the third ring? Huh? Um, anniversary ring. The anniversary. No. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. So let's talk about <laughs> how we discovered about these three rings. It all came back to the day of the wedding day. Super exciting day. How do, do you remember that day at all? Of course. <laughs> it was like less than two years ago. I know. It was awesome. And I remember, I still remember how how much sleep we got that last day. Like maybe three. It was rough. Hours. But it was exciting. Yes. It was only rough because I was so excited and I couldn't sleep. Yeah, it was the greatest day. It was the greatest day that we've ever experienced. I mean, aside from having Stella Marie too. Yeah. She's very great as well, but it's one of the greatest days we've experienced in our lives. And when we when we came to our wedding day, we got to the church, and we're going through the ceremony. Finally, our our priest who is celebrating the mass for us, Father Peter. Um, shout outs, pray for him, <laughs> Father Peter Dumog. He's awesome. And he started doing his homily and he started sharing this story about how there are three rings in marriage. And we were like, everybody was like focused. I know I was. Yeah. How did you feel when he was like saying the three rings where you're like, huh? It was very, it was a very good homily. I'll never forget it. Yeah. But when he said like three rings, were you confused initially? I don't remember being confused, but I probably was. Were you asleep? No, I was not asleep. Oh, wow. Okay. I was just mesmerized. My father. <laughs> I was just mesmerized. <laughs> yeah, when he said three rings of marriage, I was kind of confused. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's no three rings. And then finally, he shared most. Uh, he shared his homily and he said, there are three rings in marriage. There is the engagement ring, which is what you get when you're engaged. And then you, there is the wedding ring which is what you get on the day of your wedding. <laughs> but then the third ring is the suffering. 
<laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> because the suffering. The suffering. <laughs> because suffering is like a, a bad thing, right? I don't know. Is it? Hmm. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> you just asked me the same question. <laughs> suffering. Like, what is? What do you think? Well, how do you feel about suffering? <laughs> you can't answer. You can't answer my question with a question. The, 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 the same question of the question you no, asked the question. A, that's a question to send back the question. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Is suffering good or is suffering bad? You know, one of the things that we we know we knew like coming into our marriage is that was that we had a desire. We had a desire to fulfill God's will and his plan for our marriage, which is to help each other get to heaven. Yes. Nothing else is Im- important but to get each other, our family, our future kids at that time to heaven. And we knew in our past relationships, I know for me, It was so easy to just like project on my partner when times were hard or just see see her in a different light and we would just like argue and every any time in our relationship whenever it gets challenging we just we just kind of not do it in a loving way and if anything we just try to avoid the problem or we just quit we quit on trying to resolve the the conflict Mm, I was a quitter Mm. (laughs) because when things got really rough in my past relationships, I would just be like, yeah, this isn't working out. Peace. (laughs) Dang. Tell it how it is. But now I'm with you, so it's great. Yes, and we we, we heard about this this homily and we're like, huh, suffering. And one of the things is that we didn't want to be going back to our our old habits of our past relationship because we understood coming to our marriage that there are going to be a lot of challenges and we didn't want to be susceptible to to those challenges and being so easy to give up in our relationship mm-hmm. and stop and to stop uh, working at it so when we learned about how suffering plays a part in our marriage um, we were also introduced and into our relationship um, with the role of our blessed mother, whose feast day is today. Today's the feast of the seven sorrows. The seven sorrows of Mary in the new calendar. It is the feast of our lady of sorrows. So we're thinking about the blessed Virgin Mary. And one of the things that she reminds us is that, the suffering that she had to face on Calvary, having to experience the death of her own son um, in the front of her in, in her in the front of her eyes, <laughs> before, before her, her eyes. eyes. <laughs> yeah, like how much? Like if we put her, if we put ourselves in that position, like how much suffering? we would have experienced to see that and to like, I can, I can only fathom. Like, how would you feel if you saw your own daughter die right in front of your eyes? 
I probably wouldn't be able to see through my eyes because I'd be crying so much. Yeah. And I mean, we see the movies of how the Blessed Mother is portrayed in the Passion of Christ Mm -hmm. and how much suffering she experienced. And yet we believe as Catholics that, you know, God has a plan for everything. Mm -hmm. Like we understand that God is all knowing, all understanding, all powerful and that he had a plan that Jesus that he sent Jesus Christ to live among us that he also suffered and died for us and um we started to to see that you know what that's the same with us in our relationship in our suffering that the suffering that we face in our relationship is there's a purpose to it it's not just like we're doing it for no reason and the blessed mother and just like the whole like salvation history just reminds us that there is a purpose and that who better to learn about how to endure suffering in our lives than the blessed mother who experienced the most yes and she so beautifully surrendered herself mm-hmm. to the will of god she could have you know tried to stop them from taking jesus or say take me instead like a mother would but she knew that it was in God's plan. Mm. And in this process, she was being refined. I mean, she's full of grace. Yes. But it was making her stronger, having to go through all of that sorrow. Yes. So one of the things that we are thinking about is like, okay, if we are to learn how to model uh, how to be how to endure the challenges and the suffering in our marriage who better to learn this than the blessed mother so we decided in our relationship early in our relationship to learn how to follow the blessed virgin mary and to be open to more suffering in our lives because we know it is for our own good and is for our own sanctification we might not understand it as human beings because we're so we're imperfect but if we believe that god is perfect and there's intention for our challenges and sufferings in our life, which is to sanctify us, to make us holy, then um, we should learn how to live this life without, without like quitting, right? Mm-hmm. Without just moping around and just be like being upset about God. Why am I going through this? Why am I going through this? But being more like the Blessed Virgin Mary, mm-hmm. and being open to the suffering. So... We, I don't know, it's changed my, it changed our life. I don't know. How about you? Like how has following the Blessed Mother and having a devotion to her changed your life? It's given me so much more peace, especially during suffering Mm. and just having a place to go to find comfort and to like envision myself in the mother's arms that she's protecting me and she's loving me with her motherly love, you know. Um, I remember like crying a lot and I would just go to pray and just to seek her comfort. Mm. Would you mind sharing one of those challenges? Um, It was during our engagement period and there's just a lot of bumping of heads in the process to getting married so 
I would just like maybe sing some Marian hymns as well. Mm. Um, even so much to teaching our uh, children's choir to sing her song as well to have them start a devotion to her. Nice. No, I mean, I, I, I experienced the same suffering as well. Uh, the engagement is hard and it just prepared us for the the bigger challenges that marriage has to offer. And we're still going through this and we're still learning, but it makes, I don't know, it, having a devotion to the Blessed Mother has made it more smooth and I guess like allowing us to be more open to the will of God and to challenge and to suffering in our lives that we know that it's just helping us become more holy. It's helping us to become just the best versions of ourselves so that we can best serve each other as spouses, as parents, and for others. So um, for all of you couples who are listening to this on your journey to marriage, one of the biggest things to really think about today, especially on her feast day of Our Lady of Sorrows, is to learn how to be open to, to suffering for the greater good. And, and by doing so, you can, you can have a more smoother process by consecrating yourself to the Blessed Mother. Why? Because she is the model. She is the model of, of virtue, of patience, of obedience, of doing the will of God. And she is the model of the person in the world that experienced the most, suf- the most suffering, watching her own son die. So, so learning from her and consecrating yourself to her is what we should be doing if we want to learn how to find peace through the suffering that we face in our lives. So like the consecration of Mary, I mean, one, one of the things is St. Saint, Saint Louis de Montfort was one is the saint that really pioneered this and shared how um, consecrating yourself is the perfect means um, which Jesus chose to unite himself with us mm. um, through the Blessed Virgin Mary. And um, while we consecrate ourselves to Mary, it also just heightens the truth and commitment that we have to Jesus Christ, right? The more that we follow the Mary, the closer we get to Jesus. And I really love that we consecrated ourselves while we we were engaged, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what was our consecration date? Do you remember? Um, New Year's. Yes. We finished on New Year's. Yes. Mary, Mother of God. I think that's the, that is the January 1st one, right? Yes. Mary, Mother of God. And <clears throat> so some ways to learn how to endure suffering in your relationship, in your lives, for the the sanctification of your soul and others in this world some ways is when you go through suffering, offer it up. Offer it, offer it up. Offer so what does that look offer like? Offer it up. Um, when you're praying, you know, oh, well, when you're suffering and you're, instead of just thinking like, oh, this is terrible. Things could be better. Just be like, oh, Lord, Mama Mary, please use my suffering for the souls in purgatory or for whoever you want mm. your suffering to go towards. Yes. Um, and, or even to ourselves, like help us, help me to grow in patience, help me to grow through this suffering. 
because um, I, can't, I can't do this by myself. Um, another thing is to make sure you pick up the book. Um, what's it called? The Marian Consecration, 33 Days to Morning Glory. Yes. Um, this is what we used. Yep. And I'm actually going to be doing it again um, with my Blessed She sisters. Oh, nice. Awesome. So that as well, because I know uh, there's a, there's plenty of Marian feast days that are still coming up for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So the end of your consecration would lie on one of Marian of the Marian feast days. So check out that book. It's it's powerful. And last thing, pray the rosary, especially like reflecting on the the, the sorrowful passions. I love reflecting on the mm-hmm. sorrowful passions. Yeah, I mean it's helped me especially like watching the movie the passion of the christ because mm-hmm. whenever i reflect on that that's what i think about yeah and how can they pray the rosary they can go to catholicguardians.com and there they have a rosary the seven sorrows rosary how appropriate for today yeah uh there's a there's actually a different way of praying the rosary um reflecting on the seven sorrows so you can Google that or actually we'll put that in the show notes. We'll put that in the show notes if you're interested in knowing how to pray the seven sorrows um, chaplet. And then uh, on our resource page, we also have the book for you to learn how to uh, do your Marian consecration if you haven't already. And we, we highly encourage it to all couples, all couples who are discerning marriage, who are on their preparing for marriage, who are married to consecrate their relationship and their lives to the Blessed Mother because she is the best model um, of virtue and learning how to endure the suffering in our lives. Yes. So with that being said, we hope you guys got a lot of value from this. Uh, Blessed Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows. And we wanted to end our podcast episode uh, with a prayer. The prayer to the consecration of Our Lady of Sorrows. So, um, if you can join us, we'll go ahead and pray that with you folks. So, let's put ourselves in the presence of our God. Nomine Patris et Filii, Spiritu Sancti. Amen. Most Most Holy Holy Virgin Virgin and Queen of Martyrs, Martyrs, Mary, with that I could be in heaven, there to contemplate the honors rendered to thee by the Most Holy Trinity and by the Holy Heavenly Court. But since I am still a pilgrim in this veil of tears, Receive from me, the unworthy servant and a poor sinner, the most sincere homage and the most perfect act of vassalage a human creature can offer thee. In thy immaculate heart, pierced with so many sores of sorrow, I place today my poor soul forever. Receive me as a partaker in thy dolors, and never suffer that I should depart from that cross on which thy only begotten Son expired for me. With thee, O Mary, I will endure all the sufferings, contradictions, infirmities with which it will please thy divine Son to visit me in this life. All of them I offer to thee in memory of the dolors which thou didst suffer during thy life, that every thought of my mind, every beating of my heart may henceforth be an act of compassion to thy sorrows, and of complacency for the glory thou now enjoyest in heaven. Since then, O dear Mother, I now compassionate thy dolors, and rejoice in seeing thee glorified. 
do thou also have compassion on me, and reconcile me to thy Son, Jesus, that I may become thy true and loyal daughter. Come on my last day and assist me in my last agony, even as thou wert present at the agony of thy divine Son, Jesus, that from this painful exile I may go to heaven, there to be made partaker of thy glory. Amen. In nomine Patris et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until, Until next time, time, future spouses! spouses.